This is the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent, where you will be encouraged to be confident, courageous, and inspired in everyday life. Welcome to the Everyday Encouragement Podcast. I'm your host, Beth. I'm so excited that you've decided to join me today. I want our time together to be like two friends catching up at your favorite coffee shop. So grab your cup of coffee, grab your tea, and let's chat. I want to ask today, have you ever felt down? I want to be honest with you. The winter time, it affects me. It never had affected me until last year. It was winter time, and I started feeling down. I had heard of other people that have had a hard time during the winter season, and they feel a little bit down more than they do during the year, but I'd never really faced that until last year. And I remember thinking, well, I don't have anything to be depressed about. I don't have anything to be sad about. Why do I feel so down? You know, it really did affect me, the cold weather, the dreariness of the day. The sun didn't shine very much. It got darker earlier. And I am one of those people that love the warmth of the sun. I love to be out on my deck, enjoying the warm sun and reading and just relaxing. And during the winter, I don't get to do that. And I found myself feeling down last winter. If we think about it, you can think of maybe a friend or a family member that has a hard time with feeling down. And it's not always that it has to do with the winter time. There are some people in our life that struggle with feeling down or feeling depressed all throughout the year. And I believe it's something that we need to talk about as friends, that we need to talk about what to do when we feel down, and what to do with those feelings. You know, depression occurs among people of all walks of life. It doesn't matter what kind of car that you drive, or how big your house is, or what occupation that you you do, or how much money that you make. It affects anyone, and it's something that we have to talk about too many times, sometimes people feel like they can't talk about it, that, they, that they're ashamed, that they feel a little down and depressed. But you know what? There's times that it happens that we feel, we feel down. For those of you that have ever met me, I am a very happy and very enthusiastic person. It would be truthful to say that some people may be surprised that I've, I have at times struggled with depression. But I have. I think sometimes that... People do not want to admit that they're a little bit depressed. But today, I want to encourage you that you're not alone. I want you to hear me out from a person that is full of joy, that is enthusiastic and happy about life. I have indeed had times in my life that I've struggled with depression. And I am waiting for spring. I can't wait for spring to get here. I have a countdown and every week I'm one week closer to spring and it has gotten to where I just dread winter. But you know, I got to thinking about that. It doesn't have to always be that way. We can learn together what we can do to get through this. There was a time when my children were very little. Stephen was five, Sophie was two, and Sarah was one. My husband and I, Josh, had just faced a big disappointment and discouragement in our life. 
we were young, we were in our 20s, and one of our first, we had one of our first ministry assignments. We were so excited about what God had called us to do. We went, we poured our heart into it, we did everything that we knew God wanted us to do, and we faced opposition. And when that opposition came, I wish I could tell you that we handled it like a champ, that we did exactly what we needed to do, that we stood, that we fought through it, that we did what God wanted us to do. But I'm going to be honest today, that's not what we did. We became scared, we were afraid, and we ran we ran from that. And when we did, I found myself with so much discouragement and so much disappointment. And that discouragement and that disappointment, it turned into depression. It was the first time I had ever battled with depression. I have family members that have battled with depression, but I'd never went through that myself. But in that moment, I was because of the discouragement and the disappointment. It wasn't God's timing for me to go. I was supposed to stay and fight, and I did not do that. And I found myself in a state of depression. I prayed, and I prayed, and I did not want to feel that way. I felt like I was in a pit, that I was never going to be able to get out of it. The days seemed long. It seemed hard. I didn't have the energy that I needed to take care of the three children that I had. I didn't have the get up and go. I remember feeling so hopeless and my heart was crushed. My heart was crushed because I really thought that it was all going to turn out the way it was supposed to because I'd given my all to God, but I was left with disappointment and frustration and, and discouragement because I had ran and I didn't do what God wanted me to do. There are going to be things that we go through in life that will bring discouragement and disappointments. And it's during that time we have to ask ourselves, what are we going to do with that? It reminds me of a man named Elijah in 1 Kings 19. I love reading about Elijah. He's one of my favorite people to read about. And Elijah was a prophet and he saw very, very big things through God. He saw a lot of miracles. There was a time that God provided for Elijah during a drought with water and food. He saw the Lord provide for a widow that was preparing the last meal for her, her and her son. And God provided for the widow that she was never going to run out of flour and oil and that her and her son were never going to go hungry. Elijah had just experienced God bring rain when there had been a drought for three years. Elijah was a great man of God. He had faith and he loved God. And after all those miracles in 1 Kings, we see chapter 19 that Elijah saw all of those things. But then one day a woman made a threat to Elijah. It says in, a lot, in verse 3 through 4, Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. And then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. If we are going to rise out of depression, then here are a few things we need to remember. That we can't give up. 
Elijah had saw God do all of these miracles, just like we saw God do all of these great things on that first assignment that he gave us. But then when the opposition came, we ran and Elijah did the same. A woman was threatening to kill Elijah. She was intimidated by him. She felt threatened by him. And she said that she was going to come after him and kill him. And here was Elijah that saw God do all of these great things. And what did he do? He ran. Elijah felt defeated. Have there ever been a time that you felt defeated? Elijah saw so many miracles, but when he felt defeated, he forgot that God had brought him through all of those things. It's hard sometimes when we feel defeated to stop and kind of look at the big picture. But during the defeat, we've got to stop and remember the things that God's brought us through. Elijah had gave all that he had to serve God and he felt defeated. I remember there was a time that I felt defeated when I had lung surgery. I'd mentioned that in one of our previous podcasts that I'd become very sick with the flu and then pneumonia and then my lung collapsed and I had staph infection in there. And I remember recovering from that lung surgery and the doctor said that it was a miracle that I lived through it. And I remember recovering from that and just the way that I felt and how sick that I felt and how tired and weak. And I'll be honest, I felt defeated. I, I would sit and think, well, you know, Lord, I serve you and I do all these things. You know, why did this have to happen to me? And I had to quit asking why it happened to me, and I had to learn to trust God. During that time, Elijah felt defeated, and he ran, and he went, and he sat under a tree, and he said, that's it, just take my life. I wish I didn't even live. I don't know, some of you today may be listening, and you may know a family member, or you may know a friend that's on the verge of that, that, they're, that they are saying, you know what, I don't even know why I'm living Or we can even go a little farther and we could say, maybe you today listening, maybe you said that today. Maybe you thought that last night. You know what? I don't know why I'm living. There's no reason to go on. Well, I want to encourage you today. Don't give up. Don't you dare give up. You've got to remember that God is going to give you the the victory. No matter how you feel defeated, that does not mean you are defeated. There is a difference between feeling something and the facts. You may feel one way, but that does not mean that that's the outcome and that is the truth. You are not defeated. Elijah felt defeated and so he wanted to give up. He was discouraged. He felt like nothing was working out for him. He had went and he did all these things and now this woman wanted to come and kill him. He felt discouraged. And there was a time that I felt discouraged. I remember between Stephen and Sophie, I had a miscarriage and I was discouraged during that time. I remember thinking that there was something I must have done that caused the miscarriage. You know, that was the first thing that came through my mind. Well, what did I do to cause that? What did I do that made me have a miscarriage? I was discouraged. And Elijah found himself discouraged. He wanted to quit. He wanted to give up. And then the next thing that we can see is that Elijah was deceived. During our discouragement, during feeling defeated, the enemy would love to come in and deceive you. And one way that he does that is he wants to tell you 
that you're all alone. And that's one thing that the enemy did with Elijah. He wanted him to think that he was all alone. In verse 10, Elijah says, I am all alone. But actually, he was not. There was 7,000 men that had not bowed down to Baal yet. But in his despair, he felt like he was all alone. The enemy lies to us and tells us that we are not going to make it, that we're always going to struggle with this. But I want to let you know that when the enemy's talking, all he's doing is lying. And I want to let you know that you are going to make it. I want to encourage you today you are not alone. You are not alone in this and God is going to see you through. There are things that we can see in 1 Kings chapter 19 that God did for Elijah. Elijah went, he sat down under that tree, he was ready to give up. But the angel came to him. God sent provision. Whatever situation that you're facing, whatever that you're going through. If you feel like you're in a pit and you don't know how to get out of that pit of depression, you don't know how to rise up above it. I want to encourage you today. God has provision for you. He's going to make a way when there seems to be no way. That's what his word says. He's going to make a way when there seems to be no way. And so here, God sent an angel to Elijah and he says, God says to arise, get up, Elijah. I want you to eat. Eat this because your journey is long. Elijah, he ate. He went back to sleep. The angel woke him back up and said, come on, time to get up. We've got to go. The journey ahead of you is too long and too hard. You've got to eat to be ready. Listen, God's going to provide for you. Whatever the situation is, it may seem like it's going to be a very hard task to get out of. But if you allow God to provide for you to help you through that, he's going to see you through it. God provided enough nourishment for Elijah. The angel told him the journey was going to be too hard and long. And so God provided everything that he needed. And I'm going to just let you know today, God is going to provide everything that you have need for this. God provided the Holy Spirit to help us. He's our comforter. He's our guide. He's our counselor. And God is going to provide for you. And the second thing we can see is that God had a plan for Elijah. Elijah was there ready to give up through the defeat, through the discouragement. He forgot everything that God had already did for him. And he didn't think that there was any reason to live. But God had a plan for Elijah. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you. Did you hear that? The plans that he has for you, you that are listening, he's got plans that will bring you hope and a future that will not bring you harm. And so God had a plan for Elijah. God has a plan in your circumstance. In every circumstance that you may face, God has a plan. I have found that when I'm trying to do things in my own strength, that is when I become the most frustrated. Listen, don't try to do these things in your own strength. Just lay it down, allow God to come in, and let Him do it. It can't be how I want it done. It has to be how God wants it done. You know, Elijah, he just didn't see 
any hope in it. He was so afraid, but God still had a plan. And it goes on in first Kings to tell Elijah that God had a plan. He wanted a lot. He wanted Elijah to go and do all of these great things that God was not through with him. And I want to encourage you today. Guess what? God is not through with you. That's right. He's not. He's not through with you. He has great plans for you. And the third thing we can see is that God met Elijah where he was. Elijah, he went on that journey. He left his servant at the bottom of the mountain and he said, you stay here. I'm going to go up to the mountain himself by himself. So there he went up on the mountain and it says that he went and he stayed the night in the cave. And God came to him and he said, Elijah, what are you doing here? And Elijah told him, and it also says in different ways that the, that the Lord came. He didn't come in an earthquake and he didn't come in this way, but he came in a still small voice. And he said, Elijah, what are you doing here? And I want to propose to you today, maybe God's saying, what are you doing here? I've called you for greater things. And Elijah told him what he was doing. And the Lord said, I am not done with you, Elijah. And that's what God's saying to you today. He is not done. He still has a great work for you. Elijah took refuge in the cave. We've got to remember that we've got to take refuge in God, the one that will be our refuge. I was reading the other day something very interesting, Judy Garland. She was the actress that was on The Wizard of Oz. She was in lots of movies and musicals and was very talented and very famous. And Judy Garland died at the age of 47. And at the time that she died, she was worth $20 million. That would probably equal $50 million today. Judy Garland struggled with depression since she was 18 years old. She had times that she had mental breakdowns. There were numerous 29, 30 times that she tried to take her life in many different ways. And you know, if you look at Judy Garland and you don't know that part of her, all you see is the, the fame and the fortune and the accolades and all of that that she had received and how she was a very famous person and all of those things, but we never saw behind the scenes and the things that she went through. All the awards, all of the money, none of it mattered to her. It didn't bring her happiness because there was something on the inside that needed to be done. Whatever you're facing today, if you allow God to come in there and take a look and, and work on that inside, he will help to encourage you. He will help bring you out of that pit that you feel that you're in. There are some things that we can do if we're, if we're feeling down, if we're struggling with depression. Here are some action steps that we can take to be able to come out of that depression to get back up. There are times that you may feel like you want to give up and quit, but I want to encourage you today, don't you give up and quit. Here are some things we can do. Number one, the first thing I want to say to you, don't isolate yourself. 
So many times I see this happen to people that they go through something so difficult and it breaks my heart every time that I see that they go ahead and they isolate themselves. If you remember back when I was talking, when Elijah decided to go up on the mountain to the cave, he told his servant to stay down at the bottom of the mountain. Elijah went by himself. The enemy would love nothing more than for you to isolate yourself. But I want to encourage you, if you're going to have victory through depression or times that you're feeling down, then don't isolate yourself. Find someone to talk to. Let your friends be there for you. Let them love you. Let them care for you. Let them pray for you. Let them help see you through this. The second thing that we can do to help us overcome depression or feeling down is we need to stop comparing ourselves with others on Facebook. There are people who would be grateful to have what you have. And when we start comparing our lives to what other people's lives seem to be on Facebook, then that becomes a problem. We don't see the struggles others are facing. Listen, there. everyone is has a struggle from time to time. And we can't base what they look like on Facebook, how everything just seems perfect. But we have to stop comparing ourselves with others on Facebook. And let's be thankful. Be thankful for what God has done for us and what he has blessed us with. And the third thing, if we're going to overcome feeling down or being depressed, we need to examine our diet. Now listen, I'm not talking about our physical diet, so don't get all upset with me. But we do need to examine our emotional diet. What are you feeding on? If you're angry, are you feeding on unforgiveness? Are you rehearsing the hurt over and over and over like a broken record? If you are depressed, are you feeding on disappointments instead of feeding on God's faithfulness? I want to encourage you, stop and feed on his goodness. Stop and feed on his faithfulness. If I was to sum all this up in just a few words, it would be don't give up. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. It's time for you to rise up and see that God has victory for you through the discouragement, through the disappointment, through times the enemies tried to deceive you or other people have tried to deceive you. Stop and remember that God's going to provide for you, that he has a plan for you, that he's not done with you yet. You've been put on this earth to make a difference, to change people's lives. And you would be missed if you were not in this world. As I was preparing and planning for this podcast, I was praying for each and every one of you like I do every single time. And this is something that God laid on my heart to share with you today during this podcast. And I feel that the Lord would say, hold on, don't give up. Don't give up the fight. Now is not the time to throw in the towel. There is victory on the other side of your mountain. Some of you feel like you have been climbing the mountain for so long and that you are never going to reach the top. I tell you today that you are going to see the top. No mountain in your life is too difficult for me. No situation is too big for me. There is no pit I can't get you out of. I speak victory over you today. 
Today, as you surrender every disappointment, I will pour my peace and joy in you. For I have said that the joy of the Lord is your strength. You are going to begin to laugh again. You are going to begin to enjoy life again. Trust me. Stand on my word. Be still and wait. I am here walking you out of depression and into the light of my presence. You will experience victory today. Amen. Isn't God good? I just want to encourage you today. Again, don't give up. There is work for you to do. Just trust in God. Feed on His goodness and His faithfulness. I hope our time together has been an encouragement to you. I want to leave you with this. I believe in you. I also believe in the great work that God has for you. I am praying for you. Please remember to subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. That helps me to be able to reach other people. God bless you. I am praying for you. Thank you for joining us for the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a positive review.